VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom up, America. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Looking at the beautiful face of uh, John Ramos. The recovering face of Jason Stewart. Dan Beyer rocking some new Nike slides. I like those slides. Don't leave them out. Those are those are good. I like those. Um, uh, we got uh, more about to live golf to talk about. Uh, guess where LeBron wants to move an NBA team. Tom Brady kind of giving us some truths there in the mm, murky story about uh, Bruce Arians being fired or, excuse me, retiring. Plus, Bobby Valentine's going to join us 
23 years ago today, 23 years ago today, Bobby v, Bobby v was manager of the New York Mets, and he got thrown out of the game, and he came back in disguise and sat on the bench. Do you guys remember this? This is like one of the iconic, funny moments in the history of my life in sports. Like, here's how, I'm, I'm just wondering here, uh, Byer, okay, so Dan Byer, just so you guys know, okay, grew up in Wisconsin, done sports for years, been out here in Southern California for 20 years or so, right, doing it. Has his own show, has his own I Want Your Flex podcast, right? Um, you recall that moment, don't you? Absolutely. Okay, right? Of the, of the like, five funny moments in sports in our lifetime, that's probably one of them, right? Yes. Okay? It just makes you, like, it makes you, smile, and, it makes you smile and laugh. Yes, because it also took effort, you know? <laughs> Hey, There's just a bunch yes, of parts to it. Like, yes. has this happened before? Did he get an idea? Where did he get the fake mustache? All of those things like our, okay. So, uh, Jay Stu, when I sent you it requesting him, did you remember the moment? Oh, absolutely. Right? I loved it. I'm a baseball guy. And to your answer, to answer your question, it had never been done, I think, prior or since. It's like... He had to think to himself, if I do this, there's got to be more punishment, right? Yeah. It was amazing. So, okay, and Ramos, you, you remember this. Ramos, huge baseball guy. The, the point is that, like, look, I mean, we, I, I actually believe we have a really, we have two really good bosses, and they kind of go like, you know what to do, do what you do, right? They don't, and so sometimes you just find something that, so here's the thing. In two hours, we're going to have Bob, Bobby Valentine on. We'll talk, he covers the Angels. We'll talk a little baseball and, and the firing um, of, of Joe Madden, the slump of Mike Trout, what happened to the Angels. But really what I want to have him on for is I want him to tell the story so that for the rest of your life, the rest of my life, for the rest of Byer's life, Ramos's life, Jason Stewart's life, when you see it on, because it's one that we always come back to on sports television, right? You'd be like, I know that story. I heard Bobby Valentine told the, tell the whole story on the Gottlieb show. So that's in two and a half hours. Good. Okay. Let's get to this. Steph Curry uh, got his ankle rolled up on. The Celtics won last night. My perspective on this game is going to be different, I believe, than anybody. I haven't truly listened to a bunch of the palaver that's taken place today, but I watched some last night. I listened some today, and I'm pretty sure that it's going to be different than others. Uh, first, here's Emi Yudoka on the difference and how his team, the Celtics, played offensively last night. Offensively, it was really to keep our composure and, and not get sped up. Uh, felt last game we weren't our best at attacking the rim and finding our outlets, and uh, our spacing was much better tonight. Uh, guys being patient and finding the driving lanes and then obviously uh, getting to the basket, the second chance points and offensive rebounds were big for us. So, so how it was described during the game was accurate, but it wasn't necessarily as in-depth as how I'll kind of try and get into it here, okay? So it's pretty obvious that the Golden State Warriors are small inside, right? Like they don't they they don't play that big a lineup and even their big guys aren't huge big guys, right? They don't have a Robert Williams. They don't have a true rim protector. They also don't take a ton of charges at the rim. These are things that they they don't do. But what the Celtics were doing was not just driving the basketball where the Warriors didn't have big guys was the actions that they ran. Right? Golden State does switch and rotate 
So they were attacking whoever the biggest guy on the floor was generally off the dribble. Okay, so that has three different effects. One, it gives you an advantage in quickness against the big guy. Two, this is the most important thing. If you only have one big guy and he's defending the ball, guess what he can't be doing? Defending the rim. And three, once it became obvious that this is what they were doing, Golden State was trying to collapse and help out, and that's when they were getting kickouts and some open jump shots. Um, I thought Draymond Green was not particularly good last night. The story to the game for me is the third quarter, which still statistically was dominated by the Golden State Warriors. They still came from double digits down to have a two-point lead in that quarter. Okay, they, But it could, for the Celtics, it could have been worse. For the Warriors, it could have been better. That's it. For the Celtics, it could have been worse. For the Warriors, it couldn't. It, it could have been better. And Draymond's a big reason why he missed a layup. He had a couple, two really bad turnovers when they're in transition. He forced passes. There was some non-box outs. There's just some times in which Robert Williams' athleticism. He just jumped over him. There's nothing he could do. But there was some missed opportunities there where they left meat on the bone. And so instead of getting it to where it's a two-point lead and then the the Celtics hit a couple shots, and I think they went in down. They went on up two at the end of the quarter. Still, a ten point difference in score in the quarters. It should have been. They should have had a ten point lead, which would have given them the space needed for when they rested Steph, when they went to their bench early in the fourth quarter, when sometimes they struggle, especially when Poole's not hitting his shots. That makes sense. So what what ends up? It looks like a sixteen point game. If you look at the first two quarters, if you look at the fourth quarter, you're like, game wasn't terribly close. But the truth is that this is kind of how the Warriors, they didn't want to get down as much as they got down. That's part of it, right? End of the first half, they left some meat out there on the bone as well. They missed a bunch of easy shots, a bunch of of layups. And where the Celtics gave up some points in transition, for the most part, they they were much better than the Warriors. But that third quarter... Though they won the quarter, they didn't win it by enough. And I think more of that was their own undoing. Here's Draymond with an exchange with the reporter. Draymond, I'm not saying it's why you struggled tonight by any means, but I found listening to your podcast recaps the last couple of games pretty interesting. Are you conscious at all of what you're saying about the X's and O's, the game plans, the adjustments could be making their way back to Boston staffers and influencing their decision-making at all? I don't say much different on the podcast than I say to you right here. So, nah. What's the X's and O's that I said on the podcast? You all right? Yeah, actually, asked, the only real thing I, I noticed that like really stood out, we talked about how to cover White, Smart, and Horford differently between games one and two. That was really only. Oh, yeah, that was just contesting shots. That, if that's X's and O's, then I don't. You're reaching for something. It's all good, though. Keep going. <laughs> Reaching heavy. <laughs> the only thing you find that they are taking X's and O's away from your your podcast. Uh, are, well, the only thing you've said is um, White, Smart, and Horford. Hmm. I'm not trying to blow it up. I, nah, I mean you you went for it, but yeah. hey, respect. Appreciate the podcast yeah. uh, promo you just gave me you though. It, the Draymond Green Show. You next time just mention it that way. You got it. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Here's Draymond on his podcast. Take a listen. I think for me, 
I just let too much noise get into my head about all the other stuff. And so in turn, I let that drag my intensity level down. I let it, um, you know, I, I'm going into the game like, all right, you know, I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get a rough read, a chance to call a tech and blah, 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 blah. And I did the exact opposite of what I said I was going to do or what I needed to do. I did the exact opposite. I actually did what most people think I should do. And that just doesn't work for me. You know, that's not who I am. So ultimately, I have gotten to this position by simply being me. First of all, I love that idea. I actually, I did a podcast with a young journalist who's in Miami earlier today. And he asked, he's like, how do you, how do you separate yourself? And what I have decided in my career and my life is if I'm just me, every human being is unique unto themselves. So I'm automatically going to be a unique voice if it's my real authentic voice. I don't have to get into character and then go like, oh, in character, this is what I think. Out in character, not what I think. And I think kind of the secret to life is, now look, you know, if you're, you got to be a kind of good person, right? And you got to be a well-aligned person. But the secret to life is, Finding something where you can be comfortable being yourself. It's the same thing in relationships as well, right? You're going to be the best you if you can be the most authentic version of yourself, right? So I love that from Draymond. Um, I, I heard this. This is Isaiah Thomas on TV talking about Draymond Green. The NBA Finals, and when you're playing for a championship, it really is about your mental toughness and your mental focus, in being able to totally 100% concentrate on your opponent, shutting him down, understanding their offensive and defensive schemes. And anytime you lose that focus or that concentration, and you're talking about Cedric Maxwell, and you're talking about podcast, and you're talking about the fans. Don't talk about X and O's though. Then you have lost, <laughs> you have really lost your concentration and your focus. And where does that show up? That show up in the box score in a game like tonight where you play you play 34 minutes, you have four rebounds, three assists, and two points. Draymond Green does that in a grade school game, not in the NBA Finals. So when you talk about focus, this is what the NBA Finals is about. And right now, he has lost focus in terms of concentrating on beating the opponent. I, I, I'm just going to tell you, like, I don't know what happened to many of these guys that are broadcasters like Isaiah Thomas. Guys that are like uh, Kendrick Perkins. But let's just be honest. When you go home, okay, from playing a basketball game, a high-level basketball game. And I, I don't know if this happens in an adult league game. I don't know if it happened to you when you are a kid. But every high-level athlete that I know, when, especially when they played a lot, when you go home, you're seeing it over and over in your head anyway. Right? You're seeing it over and over in your head anyway. Whether you watch film or you talk film or, or, or you talk through it with an assistant coach or with a friend or with your agent or with your boys or whatever, you're, you're seeing that go through. So... You're being completely disingenuous if you're Isaiah Thomas. And this is, again, this is the flaw to these style of broadcast. Nobody will push back on Isaiah like, hey, Isaiah, what did you do? When you're playing against the Lakers in the NBA Finals and you get done, 
you know, I think Ramos talked about it yesterday. He had that incredible game six, I want to say, at the at the old forum where he had like 37 on one leg. Okay, so when you got done, what'd you do? You went and got ice and you got treatment. You sat in your room. You Did you watch the game again? Did you talk to anybody about the game? Did you sit around? Did you did you lock yourself in a room? Like, did you not? Of course you, you did. So Draymond Green talking through what's going on for 20, 30 minutes or even an hour, like, that doesn't take away from your mental preparation. Like, we're embarrassing ourselves as former athletes turned broadcasters because we know that is, that, that's not true. Right? Like, there's a million other things he could be doing. Michael Jordan would go out and play 36 holes of golf. And then he'd come in and give it to Isaiah Thomas. And they wouldn't shake hands. Remember that? And the same idiots, okay, were critical of Michael Jordan. And then he'd come in and he'd be like, I'm Michael Jordan. I remember he dropped a double nickel in the garden. And he's like, yeah, I, I actually played two and a half rounds of golf today. I don't care. All that matters is if you play well or if you don't play well. And if you're not playing well, progressively worse, okay, like James Harden played poorly in his first NBA Finals with Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, the problem was he kept going. He's in Miami. He kept going out. They're like, dude, you got to stop going out. He didn't. Had no energy. Had no juice. They felt like he, you know, he left all his energy on on the stripper on the stripper table, right? On, on the stripper pole. We're talking about a podcast. This is. I feel like I, uh, Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about a podcast, not a game. Not a practice. We're talking about podcast where you're talking ball. He's not doing it on the car. Let me do a recap on the Kardashians new season. Or this is us. This is us concluded. Let me do a recap of that. He's talking about a series that he's already thinking about. Of all of the things said by the media, this to me rises to the most embarrassing. Because the people who are articulating these thoughts and feelings are former athletes and know that it's bullcrap. It's completely bullcrap. And and this is, I, I, it just becomes laughable. Are you mad because you, did, you don't have a podcast? Are you mad because the things he says? By the way, Draymond Green said yesterday, I played terrible. Okay. Uh, and, and Isaiah going through his stats, like, I, Isaiah, like, again, completely disingenuous. Give me all the stats for Draymond Green over the last three or four years. He hasn't been statistically dominant really ever in his career. And when you want to go back to the rebounding and like part of it is Boston's game plan, making him score. Part of it is their lineups have changed. They play Looney now more. So they have a true five man. But none of that is actual basketball analysis. Instead, we get caught up in this crap, which is, oh my God, Draymond Green has a podcast where he talks about basketball. To me, you lose every ounce of credibility when you say things that you know are categorically false, especially when you have been an athlete, you have been in those shoes, you have been in those meetings, you have had the same opportunities yourself, and without even asking questions. Like, look, you don't think Zeke could call up Draymond or text him like, hey man, well, how do you do this? Um, the first game, by the way, was what Sunday? The last game was Sunday. The next game is Wednesday, right? The last game was Sunday. This game was yes, was yes yesterday, right? So 
you flew in on Monday. You have until Wednesday. How long is the podcast? Mine go way too long, I know. They're supposed to be like 20, 30 minutes. All right, so we'll say it's an hour. So of the three days of prep, we have a problem with a one-hour recording of a podcast of his thoughts of basketball. I want you to actually think. I, 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 this, this is what my, my job of my show is. I want you to actually think about what people are saying. Just stop and think about it for a second. And I go, oh, yeah, that's really, that, that's kind of bull. Yeah, it's not kind of. It is. Made worse because you have a, a, a Hall of Famer, an all-star, is he 75 greatest of all time? Isaiah Thomas? I, I would assume he is. Saying something which is categorically false, and he knows from personal experience how much time you have on your hands and how talking about basketball into a microphone in the comfort of your own home or hotel room is without any question the least reprehensible action that an NBA player can have. Maybe it just makes him mad that he couldn't beat Michael Jordan anymore and Jordan was off playing golf the day of games. Not sure. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Uh, LeBron told us what he wants to do after basketball and where he wants to do it. Tell you if I agree next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you you telling me? The whole time. (laughs) And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Said she loved me so. Doug Gottlieb show. Keep it going there, Ramos. It's a great song. You know what it's about? Never kidding that she never. Wait until then. So basically, the guy is a, um, he's a booty call for his ex-girl. Bothered about it. But instead of doing something about it, I think I'll have myself a beer. I think that's actually pretty good advice. You could call that's friends. That's a good point, actually. You're right. You could go to therapy. You could push back on it. Or you could have a beer. Thanks, thanks, uh, Dan. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, Mark Medina joins us. Of course, he covers the NBA for uh, NBA Media Networks, NBA.com. And, of course, he's our Fox Sports Radio NBA Playoffs Insider. i got a lot of other things I want to get to, but... What do you make of this pushback on Draymond doing a podcast because he hasn't played as well as his reputation would lead some to believe? Yeah, Doug, I heard your earlier segment. You nailed it on the money. Um, I pushed back on it for two reasons. One, it's not really a distraction. It doesn't take a lot of time. He's talking about basketball. It's not like he's getting drunk while recording the podcast, right? 
the second part is, you know, there was a line of questioning after the game yesterday about, well, he's tipping off, you know, information for the Celtics to use, X's and O's. And I've listened to the podcast just for my own homework. He's talking about the same things he does at the podium. Uh, and he's not breaking down exact plays and what they're doing or schemes. He's talking in very general, big-picture terms. So, uh, Doug, if the Celtics are using Draymond Green's podcast as a scouting report, they need to make better adjustments. And I doubt that they are using that because – they are 2-1 in the series. So, yeah, it's a non-issue. Uh, Draymond Green's uh, you know, poor performance in Game 1 and 3 are all tactical uh, things that he needs to adjust. It has nothing to do with what he's doing with his podcast whatsoever. Stug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let's get to Steph Curry. Obviously, he gets rolled up on, and he can be as mad as he wants at, at Al Horford. Al Horford's going after the ball. Actually, if I'm really being honest, and I love Steph, and I know he's got bad ankles, but he he went halfway towards the ball, and that's why he got hurt, right? If he lays out and goes after it, he doesn't get hurt, and he probably gets the basketball. He doesn't. He kind of gets on his knees. And look, I, I haven't been through multiple ankle surgeries, so I don't know how I would react. I'm trying to be fair to him. Um, but but how, how bad are you hearing it actually is? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, th- these kind of injuries always take a life of its own. But as of now, you know, I take Steph Curry at his word that he's playing in game four. Um, as far as, the, you know, the level of pain, look, he did a lot of recovery stuff as far as icing and just allowing Mother Nature to take its course. Um, and he did say that, you know, this felt like a similar play to the injury that happened when Marcus Smart accidentally dove into him and he was out for 11 games. So you don't take that lightly, but... I think that it's not going to be the same severity. One, he's going to be playing because it's the NBA Finals. Right. But two, I think that he has enough time where he's going to be able to recover. And I think to Steph's credit, he spent a lot of times this offseason you know, really working on ankle mobility, strengthening, so that he can absorb yeah. these kind of faults moving forward. So I think he'll be fine, ready to go game four, and he'll continue to play the way he's been playing so far in the series. What do you make of the series so far? Well, it's up and down. It's a seven-game series uh, that I think is going to happen. It's the finals, and I don't think that uh, any team is going to have any sort of winning streak. Uh, It's always going to be a ping-pong effect. But I think that there are some takeaways here that clearly uh, defense and the intensity and how well each team's using that is the primary uh, factor that determines whether you know a team wins or loses. And so I expect that that's the template moving forward. The other thing that I expect will be a template is just how well can the Warriors and the Celtics take care of their weaknesses, and that is their turnovers. You know, if the Celtics are committing a lot, they usually lose the game, and same thing with the Warriors. But everything else, it's hard to take uh, on a game-to-game basis. So, you know, when when I'm looking at the Warriors specifically, even though, you know, they lost, obviously that's deflating, it's hard for me to really look at the offensive side of the ball as any side of encouragement. Beyond Steph Curry's brilliance, you're not going to know what you're going to get from a night-in-night-out basis from everyone else. Uh, and, you know, with Clay, Game 3 in particular, Clay Thompson gained out of a shooting slump, unlike in the past pre-injury, that hasn't been a precursor of anything of signs to come. Usually this season, he only has one of those games spread out, and then there's no buildup. On the other side of the coin, Robert Williams III, 
he is the X factor with the Agreed. Celtics. We don't know what he's going to be as far as his pain level, but he's playing, and as long as he's on the floor, he's been able to make such a huge difference with not only his defensive impact, but the fact that he's exposing the Warriors uh, don't have a traditional big man. So a lot of interesting elements to unpack, and it's hard to know which team will win because it's been such a competitive series. It, it's really fascinating, and this is, again, this is a bit of a side conversation, but people have criticized their pick of James Wiseman going back two years ago. And granted, even if healthy, he probably wouldn't be ready for this series. But that's that's kind of part of the plan for the future, is Kaminga and him as part of that interior twosome to go along with what they have. But that's the problem with the draft is you're now drafting guys that are 18, 19 years old, and it's very, very hard to get them to contribute until they're in their early 20, you know, early to mid-20s. Without a doubt. And now I think the question moving forward is how healthy can James Wiseman be? There's been a number of setbacks this year um, with his injury. But philosophically, look, the Warriors knew what they're signing up for. Um, they had a decision make uh, you know, during the trade deadline. Should they get an extra big or not? And Bob Myers and the Warriors organization decided not to. And I asked him, you know, before the NBA Finals started, the thinking behind that is, and he couched it with partly saying, hey, they didn't fully know that Wiseman wasn't going to be around. But I think the bigger thing is they leaned into, look, in today's NBA, you don't need a big man as much. You need versatility and skill. And look, uh, here is a game changer where Robert Williams is bigger. But I think a bigger question here is the Warriors were very abnormal in game three unlike you know for most of the playoff games where even when they were undersized they were still able to dominate on the glass and get uh, take care of the intangibles because they were all about maximizing effort and in game three you did not see that with Draymond Green you did not see that in Kevon Looney and very head scratching because usually that's something they haven't had to worry about. But yeah. you can't do that against the Celtics. Uh, it, it's 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 really interesting. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Trail. Let's let's go around the league a, a little bit here. Um, Russell Westbrook was at Darvin Ham's press conference. Darvin Ham said he talked to him about sacrifice. It it does feel like they're gonna they're gonna try and give it a go. Is that is that am I, is that a wrong feeling that that you get from it? I mean, look, uh, it, it's unpredictable. I think that Darvin Ham is speaking from the lens of, hey, he's the head coach, and that's the front office, so he's just trying to embrace what he has right now and make the best of it. I think the Warriors will still try, or the Lakers will still try to shop him after you know Russell Westbrook exercises his $47 million player option. But I think that they're also – uh, trying to accept the possibility that, you know, there aren't good trading partners and they have to have Russ on their team. But look, the things that Darvin Ham talked about were the same things that Frank Vogel asked of Russell Westbrook last season, and Russell Westbrook just simply didn't listen. And while, you know, Darvin Ham has been hired partly because they feel like his voice will make a much bigger impact, uh, the idea that the Lakers and Darvin suddenly have this new vision for Russ is just unfounded. I, I think what's been lost in last year with the injuries and the fact that Russ only played 21 games with LeBron James and Anthony Davis is that they spun the wheel of every scenario to try to make Russell Westbrook comfortable with the exception of having him come off the bench. They tried him as a number one, number two, number three option playing on and off the ball, either giving him trust to close out games, even when he wasn't struggling or seeing him in close games in hopes that that would spark something from both a better combination and Russ moving forward. 
And you just didn't see Russ respond at all of any of those things. So I'm very much in the, you know, watch what they do instead of listen to what they say mode with all this, because I can't help feel uh, skeptical that Russ will suddenly change his stripes just because there's a new head coach. Okay, so uh, what? who possibly do you hear they're planning on adding to their current roster? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I can't. I don't hear anything because they don't have a draft pick and they can't make any deals until Russ de- uh, exercises his option. I think that they're going to be aggressive in trying to trade for him. But you know, when I'm thinking out loud, which teams will accept a Russell Westbrook trade package? I can't think of teams unless you know the the, the Lakers suddenly offer their 2027 first round pick, willing to pick up role players, but even in this conversation, Doug, as far as a team that would benefit from dealing expiring contracts with role players, I'm struggling to hear of which team of those exists. Like, I'm curious to hear what you think. Like, I'm struggling with that because of the fact that, you know, Russ, at this point in his career, brings a lot more problems than solves them. So, you know, I think the Lakers need to be aggressive with doing that, but I'm also mindful that you know, it'll be hard to take uh, to execute because of the market. No, no question, no question about it. Um, did Quinn Snyder get out because they were gonna blow it up, or are they blowing it up because Quinn Snyder's getting out? Yeah, I think that Quinn Snyder. Um, it, what was interesting in the statement is he said that there's no philosophical differences, and Jazz management made uh, it clear that this was Quinn's decision. I think. Uh, I believe the latter part, that this was Quinn's decision. This wasn't the Jazz forcing him out. But I would be surprised about Quinn saying there's no philosophical differences. Maybe they're on the same page as far as personnel, but I think that uh, he kind of got to the point that, you know, the Jazz's current roster has run its course, that they, they can't get past the first or second round of the playoffs with the same tandem that they have. Uh, so I think that he thought, hey, Let's just take a uh, maybe even a season to recharge. I think that he's a coach that doesn't have to jump at the first coaching vacancy. So I want to be surprised that he doesn't coach next season with the idea that he can, you know, uh, rest a little bit, maybe do some consulting work and network a little bit and wait for the right opportunity to come. But moving forward, I think with the Jazz. I would be surprised if you see the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert tandem intact, um, mostly just because it's not about personalities or whether they coexist. It's just the fact that this group hasn't been able to get to the championship level. And so I think the, the next step moving forward is trying to get, you know, a, a handful of wing players for Rudy Gobert so that they can, uh, you know, address those defensive issues uh, and then see if that's enough to, you know, not only keep Donovan Mitchell, but answer the bigger question of can they get to the next championship level stage? Awesome stuff. Really appreciate you joining us as always. And of course, you have incredible insight. Thank you so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Doug, right back at you. Thank you as always for having me. That's uh, Mark Medina, NBA.com. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA playoff insider. Check out the latest signs in World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook, the most trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. All right, uh, coming up next, if you had the money and the resources and and your and your pick, okay, you had all of these different things, all of them. All right. If you had all of these things 
and you could buy an NBA franchise. Remember, you can, you had everything, all the resources. Where would you move it to? Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. 
So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Going to tell you, going to tell you, didn't love, uh, didn't love Diddy, right? Can't tell you I ever bought or downloaded Diddy, but still a great, re- great jam, right? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. Buyer. Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, it's Thursday. I know what day it is. It's I Feel a Draft Day, isn't it? I love this yes, day. Yes, it is, I, lo- Doug. I love this day. Love, love. What's the draft order? <laughs> I feel a draft. Ramos won. Yes. You are two. All right. Jason three. Woo! Me four. Snake it in reverse. As we draft where you would want to own an NBA expansion team. This on the heels of the LeBron story, which I think we're going to get to a little bit later on in the uh, the yeah, show. We'll get into it later. Um, All right, Ramos. Ramos, you want that first pick? Yeah, I was just looking at a map right now of all the NBA teams and where they're at and where there isn't NBA, but I'm not sure if those places are where we'd want NBA teams. Well, you so. get to pick. You have the number no, one No, I know I do. Okay. I'm just trying to figure. I personally, and yep. I know it's in a tough area because there's a lot of teams around it, yep. but I love New Mexico, so mm. I would put a team in New Mexico, but I just don't know if where you would draw fans from New Mexico because there's so many. I mean, Denver's there. The Phoenix is there. I mean, you got Oklahoma from City. From Albuquerque. No, you, you can draw fans. fans from New Mexico. Well, yeah. no, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand you have fans there. It just seems like there's so many teams around. They may already have an allegiance. So I'm just. But I, I love New Mexico, so I'll say New Mexico. What's your team name? Is it the Albuquerque? Uh, no. It would be <laughs> New Mexico. Uh, how about the New Mexico Dogs? No, oh, the dogs. No, right. yeah, okay. No, stray dogs. No, that's <laughs> that's stray dogs though. Um, there's only five hundred and there's it's the thirty second biggest market in the United States. Um, okay, so I believe that would be the smallest market in the league. I I, I, I gotta have to check. I don't know where New Orleans is. You go Albuquerque. That's first of all. I love Albuquerque and Lobo games. I would guess that they wouldn't want to take away from their state university, but it's an interesting pick. The land of enchantment. I can't um, wait for the headlines to say one radio host feels New Mexico deserves an NBA team. <laughs> the John Ramos show yeah. on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with Seattle. Okay, I'm going to go with Seattle. I think, and LeBron wants Vegas. Vegas is an obvious pick. There's already arena. There's already T-Mobile there. They're building in another arena. I think that's the, that's those are the two most obvious ones. I do think Seattle, with the immense wealth they have uh, because of Microsoft, because they have the history of having the NBA team, it's already it's it's a more established professional city. Um, the proximity to Vancouver, which I also think should be in line eventually for another expansion team, even though they had one previously. I'm going to go Seattle as my pick. All right. Jason, you are up at number three. So I just feel like I I don't even want to take are, are we not using Vegas in this? No, you can uh, use Vegas in it. Go for it. I mean, it's the easy pick, but I'm going to go away from it. Maybe leave it for Dan. Can I'm going to go with the the city that everybody's moving to. Everybody in the world is Austin, moving to this city. Nashville. And it needs an NBA team. 
I know they got the Vols out there and um, that's and in Knoxville, not Vanderbilt, Nashville. and those teams. Yeah. I think they support them well. Um, I'm going to go Nashville, and the name of my team is the Nashville Nats, with, starting with a G. Mm, Interesting, silent G, silent G. I like that. <laughs> Not bad at all. I've all right. got uh, I've got back to back picks. Go. Um, I want to put one back in Vancouver, I like and I it. want them to be called the Grizzlies, yes. and I want them to wear their old uniforms. I like that. Memphis can keep everything that they've got now. Just change the name to whatever. They can keep the clo- sure. uh, colors, it. but yep. yeah, go in Vancouver. And then um, I know Brook. There's Brooklyn, but let's put a team out uh, in the Hamptons and let's call them the Long Island Ice Teas. There you would have that. <laughs> you have like Ice Tea come in as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? And then, and then when they're picking. Uniforms, he'd see colors. Yeah, colors. so Long colors. Island. Colors. Long Island. <laughs> Long Island. Long, uh, Long Island. I'll, Long take, Island. I'll take the easy one with All Vegas right. here. Yeah, Vegas? Yeah. All right, now, now it's mine? Yep. Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. Great arena with uh, Sprint Center. Great sports town. Has had an NBA team. We'll make it work. Kansas City, final answer. T- I'll take Kansas, the state of Kansas. Oh. Uh, Kansas loves basketball, right? Sure. So, oh, there Wichita. There you go. You're going to put him back in Topeka? <laughs> <laughs> Topeka, and that's that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Wait, Show. Wait, you hear what Tom Brady said next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.